Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter High. Our broadcast today comes from our most recent Metis Strategy Digital Symposium, and the topic we covered was establishing a data strategy in complex organizations. The panelists who spoke about this topic were Christoph Sultan, the Chief Information Officer of Vulcan Materials Company, and Anupam Kare, the Chief Information Officer of Oshkosh Corporation. The gentleman who led the conversation was MetaStrategy partner and central office lead, Michael Bertha, who joins me now. Mike, welcome. Great to be here, Peter. Well, Mike, as I noted, the topic uh, was establishing a data strategy in complex organizations. Take a moment and tell us a bit about why it was a salient topic for us to tackle at the symposium and why Christoph and Anupam were well positioned to speak about it. Yeah, AI has been the talk of the town recently, especially with the increasing popularity and discussions around technologies such as chat GPT. And a lot of times at the core of an AI strategy is a traditional data strategy. And in our conversations with digital technology data executives, we see this as a topic that people know they need one, but they often don't know where to get started. So we thought assembling a panel on the topic of data strategy and large complex organization was really timely. Anupam Kare at Oshkosh Corporation, we've always considered him one of the pioneers in the AI space, he made a definitive statement that he was going to put AI at the core of the strategy of his organization at Oshkosh in 2019, and has been driving a very successful data strategy. Christoph Soltan at Vulcan Materials Company, the largest producer of aggregate materials in the United States, with hundreds of plants across the United States as well, undoubtedly a complex organization uh, with several opportunities, which they're executing on to combine operational technology and information technology to drive their data strategy. It's a great overview, Mike. Thank you. Well, let's get right into it. Establishing a data strategy in complex organizations with Christoph Sultan of Vulcan Materials Company and Anupam Kare of Oshkosh Corporation with MetaStrategy's own Mike Bertha. I'll start by introducing the panel. Anupam Kare. He is the Chief Information Officer at Oshkosh Corporation, an approximately $8 billion global industrial manufacturing company responsible for building many vehicles that support key infrastructure, fire trucks, waste management vehicles, postal vehicles, to name a few. And our second panelist is Christoph Soltan. He is the Chief Information Officer of Falcon Materials Company, a roughly $7 billion company in the business of aggregates. So sand, gravel that go in to produce products such as concrete and asphalt to drive commercial, residential, and major infrastructure developments. Welcome to the virtual stage. Michael, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Great. Anupam, I'm, I'm going to start with you. So data strategy is something we hear about more and more. It's all of a sudden become this thing that everyone has to have. But much like digital transformation, it often becomes a, a term that is maybe overused and, and underdefined. So I'm wondering if you could kick us off by sharing how you think about defining or think about in general data strategy in the context of Oshkosh Corporation. And then maybe as you talk through that strategy, um, Share some thoughts on how to get started for the other CIOs on the call that might be grappling with a, a similar question. 
When we think about data strategy at Oshkosh, we think like, uh, how do we extract financial value from data by bringing people and data together? That's the simplest definition we have. Our North Star in this space is how to become a predictable enterprise. So that's the, 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 the high level definition, how we think about it. We started our journey in 2019, and today where we stand, we have a 62-member team, includes data scientists and, and all disciplines of data scientists. We have deployed roughly 130 solutions, which like predictive models. And more importantly, these have created more than $57 million of hard benefit to the company verified by finance and i i qualify that verified by finance so so that's the end outcome of our journey here but how we started with this journey is we started with four fundamental principles the first was value first approach and 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 so first was a value first approach the second was engaging people in the organization at every level and third was the single consistent technology stack. And finally was that having a use case bottom up approach before we integrate into business strategy. So these were the four guiding principles or pillar, whatever you say. So let me go one by one quickly. The first one was a value first approach. We said we'll focus our data and analytics journey only on those areas where we see as collectively as a leadership team can create maximum value. So for example, we said in manufacturing, supply chain, operations, and aftermarket sales, these are the three areas where we'll focus. Number one, second uh, value first approach are was, we should measure the outcome of data analytics strategy, the way business measures. That's where we had more of an operating income impact or hard saving as a measure. So that was the first pillar. The second was, engaging people at every level. What we wanted to make sure from people who are using analytics day to day, so every, every team member uh, who uses Microsoft, for example, Excel, should be, be using self-service self analytics journey. Then we focus the second product line, predictive and prescriptive analytics, more around mid-level management who make decisions every day. And then finally was the leadership and the board uh, engagement. So we tried to engage at every level of the organization. Third thing was technology stack. We said at this size of the company, we should have only one technology stack that took time to align, but we align and we build on a cloud-based infrastructure and all the associated stack. And, um, and the final piece was, Let's not have a grand strategy at the top-down level. Let's work on a use case-based approach and work at the middle level of organization and solve their real problem. And once you solve their real problem, so 2019 to 2022, our approach was that we will work with the bottom-up approach. And in 2023, now it has come to a point that analytics and AI is integrated with business strategy. Now business leaders are telling, these are the six or seven major problems which I want to solve through analytics. So it is in their strategy template and it is it's come to that level of uh, of uh, maturity. 
So if, if you ask the question, what is how to start, how do we start it? Like we started with asking resources and there was no funding available. And our, with the way we got it, show me the value, then you get the funding. And if you don't have resources, how you show the value? So it was a circular rope. So we optimized IT. We optimized IT to create internal startup. So I think the, my, my, my experience is that I think as a CIO, depending on the organization, in our case, being resourceful within, within your own organization definitely helps. The second thing, it is less about technology. It is more about engagement at every level. And my, my business is to make people hungry, right, before I cook meal for them. But that's the classic thing we use. So we create a hunger in them to ask for analytics before we deliver analytics model. So that's how I will uh, summarize our data analytics journey and strategy. Anu, that's great way to kick us off. And I think going back to one of the first things you said, simple but beautiful, connecting people with data and making us more predictable. Um, and also interesting, don't be you know always looking for the, the big funding to get started. How can you prove the value and make the case for incremental funding? Nicely said. Christoph, shifting over to you, um, one of the common threads we hear is in big, large organizations like yours and like Anu's, uh, there is a general perception that if we could share data across the business units, the geographies, or the multiple entities, it becomes exponentially more valuable. In, in your guys, both of your cases, if you could share data from one plant with another plant to understand predictive maintenance, so understand a maintenance need before it even happens. That could be really valuable. But, um, and maybe varying degrees for each of you, we know that all the plants might not use the same processes. They might not use the same technology. And if that's the case, they probably don't name and use the same metadata uh, to control that data flow. So I, I think that's a challenge that can be really overwhelming for CIOs or chief data officers for that matter, as they're starting to look down the data strategy journey. So I'm wondering if you could share with us how you think about that type of problem and what are some good smart first steps, if you will, for other CIOs on the same, same journey? I think the, the word journey is the right <laughs> word to describe anything we do with data, right? If you think about for decades, we've always had data. We've always been doing stuff with data. Uh, we've always been thirsty and hungry for data. So I like that analogy, I know. And uh, we certainly have that within Vulcan Materials as well. There's this enormous thirst for information, for analytics, for predictive standardization and, and, and all that. I guess some of my guidance would be, kind of what, what we're going through right now. We, we, we've had a data strategy. We're kind of going through a refreshment process of that data strategy. And it's going to be tied to a, an overall technology strategy that we're essentially developing right now. Because everything that we do for every one of our functions, there, there, there has to be a fundamental data strategy that's tied to that. So in terms of sharing over that journey, that's gonna be fundamental and critical to ensure that um, as we look at you know, your HR systems, your finance systems, you know, how we support the plans, how we um, gather that information, how we share it, and the more we standardize on process, how we, sta how we standardize on capabilities, 
is going to be fundamental to that data sharing. I also say uh, we got to understand. I, I think what Wanu said earlier uh, is spot on. Is in terms of identifying the problem that you're trying to solve first. What is the business outcome that you try and go after? Right. It, no matter who you talk to across the company, they a lot of times what I find is there's a lot of the same requirements, the same questions that are being asked, maybe slightly different because of their market. So understanding what problem you're trying to go after and the outcome is first and foremost, right? At the end of the day, that's what, that's what we're here to do is, is help the business uh, solve those issues and, and, and help them uh, be insightful. Second, I would say is um, understand what you have, right? Meaning have a point of view and understanding of the process, the organization, the technologies that support uh, your plans, your functions to understand, hey, maybe you already have 80, 20 of, of that data gathered somewhere. And maybe it's good enough to solve a particular problem. So at least understanding what you currently have and through that, that, through that analysis is, I think is, is key to, to starting fast. And I would say that would enable you to start small and then scale across the company as you see the benefits and the outcomes that that small effort uh, generated based on what you've been able to, uh, to identify. Like I said earlier, that the having a fundamental data and technology strategy is extremely important because over the over that course of the journey, over time, it, it'll become more and more important to understanding what you have for information, how you're standardizing it, how it's standardizing to support the business processes. I'm hoping that you know as we're going through a transformation as well, that we'll standardize process as well. That'll enable us to uh, manage and govern our data better, and therefore. Uh, Drive our analytics in a more smarter, more insightful way. And then, lastly, I would also say, is not all not all data is created equal, right? So I think we need to just um, prioritize, you know, what information is important at any particular point in time, and maximize the usage for that particular use case that or the outcome that you're after, and see how you can scale and share it across the enterprise. And as you're building out your data strategy and your technology strategy, it becomes fundamental. So understanding your priority of, of what information you have, what data you have, um, what you need today versus what you need tomorrow is, I'd say, another you know, guidance that I would give to, um, to defining a data strategy. Well, well said, Christoph. And I think a couple points there that are jumping out to me is being able as IT, as that central nervous system that goes across all the BUs and functions, Sometimes you can do math behind the scenes to realize that these problems are common. They may think that they're different between their market segments or business units, but there's often a common denominator that we can connect the dots on. Um, and then something that's coming through what you and Anu are both saying, um, whether it's the bottoms up approach or starting with the problems is picking those big problems over time and then demonstrating wins, putting runs on the board, and building momentum to scale, and constantly prioritizing. What do we need now? What is the most important? Uh, so I think very good points to get us going. So Anupam, I'm going to go back to you. Um, you alluded to this a little bit in, in your first response, but um, you've talked about in the past that uh, you're making AI or have made AI a centerpiece of your digital strategy at Oshkosh. And you've been very intentional about pivoting to a data-rich decision-making culture. Um, so getting to that culture, 
inevitably requires a lot of change. One of those is a talent and an organizational structure to make that pivot. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about um, what were the talent and organizational structures you had to put in place to get to that large team that you mentioned earlier and get to some of those very enviable metrics around financial corroborated benefits? When we think about organization structure, our mental model is thinking in terms of value centers. And when we talk about value centers is uh, what are the top problems to solve? As I said, like we have, uh, so we look at what top problems to be solved at the enterprise level. Then we look at the passion of the business leaders or business teams. And then we also look at, because we are an enterprise organization with four business segments. Now, now we became three, but four business segments. So uh, we debated centralized versus decentralized structure, but we came to a, a mindset of a value-centered approach. So if the data maturity is there, business leaders are passionate about it. And if uh, if uh, ups, uh, upside opportunity exists, that's the place where I need to place a set of people who solve the problem. And the size of the team depends on, for example, now I have my data and analytics team at three different places in the organization, and it is tied to the concept and mindset of value center, where the value is, let the resources flow. So that's the structure piece we have done. The second piece, when we look at the talent, uh, definitely we all know there is a shortage of uh, specific data science talent. So, uh, so that's where we we followed the concept of uh, like tiered approach here and in internal and external both. And I'll give examples. So, for example, high-level data scientists who are we focused on hiring people who have a domain expertise but data science skill as well. So, like for example. Uh, we have a data scientist with the master's in supply chain. So when he or she sits with supply chain, he has a credibility from the get-go and understands the business process. So that's the one approach we took. The second is we took the junior data scientist approach where we said, if there are internal resources who are passionate about data, can we train them and make it? So in classic cases, we had a data analyst in our legal team. And... Fantastic means uh, passionate about data, wanted to go in that field. We trained her. She invested her time, and she's one of the best uh, data scientists now. So we took the uh, homegrown approach. Then comes the back end where you talk about data engineers and all that. We diverted some of our internal resources in databases and others to data engineering functions. So we, we kind of combined developing internal people and also bringing outside. And final piece is we also brought some people from, and I'll say brought, but they got attracted to us from functions and operations. So like, for example, I, I have a resources who came from supply chain function, some resources who came from operations. So it's kind of a blended mix of a, of a IT data science field and this, but what, what this combination is doing is early identification of opportunities, credibility with our business partners, and, and always, uh, I will say, passion to get better. So people who are being given opportunity within the company, they are very passionate about getting to the next level, getting to the next level. So that's how we have solved the talent uh, problem.
Very interesting, Anu, and I, I love the different layered approach, uh, as you said, to make the best of the various skill sets, whether that's functional or whether it's just pure data science, data engineering. It takes uh, multiple approaches, uh, as you know very well. When I said engaging people at every level, we ran for top 350 leaders in the company a, uh, a data science uh, course online course for them, highly encouraged by, and which was a basic course, uh, which is more on the how, how to think about data. And our CEO encouraged at every town hall that uh, our leaders of tomorrow have to be digitally savvy leaders. So I think that his encouragement was also helpful in, in this journey. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's great. We We've heard a lot of companies going after what they call digital fluency campaigns to accomplish similar goals. So not just the folks in the data and analytics team, but the whole organization needs to have that competency if we're really going to take advantage of the technologies in front of us. Uh, going back over to you, Christoph, and I think you mentioned you liked the word journey earlier. So I think everyone on the call can largely agree that a data strategy is not binary. This isn't a building under construction that will be done at one point. But on the same, on the other hand, just because it's a perpetual process, it does not mean that we don't need to continuously measure success. So as you think about data strategy at Vulcan Materials and the topic at large, um, how do you measure the success of a data strategy? And does that measure change as an organization becomes more and more mature? Yeah. Well, first, before I get into that, you know, I, I would just piggyback on what Anu said. And, and you know, we have uh, technologists in the enterprise, whether they know it or not, whether they're, they're savvy with data, whether they know it or not, that already exists. Right. And sometimes it's just making folks aware of opportunities within IT and the specific roles and kind of picking and picking them out and kind of pulling them into the organization is also very helpful. You know, I'll give you an example. Within our uh, internal audit team, what do they do? They look at data all day long, all the time, right? So there's there's a pool of talent that we have uh, available to us that, you know, should they want to look at opportunities, we, we have place for them, right? So I would just encourage folks to look out in their broader organization as well, because that, that exists today. We're not sometimes even having, having to go out externally to, to get that talent. As far as your question goes, you know, the way I would look at uh, measuring uh, effectiveness and you know how efficient uh, the data strategy is, well, I think first and foremost, it always comes back to the business value, the time to value. How fast are we able to provide the insights, the analytics, the the KPIs that the business is thirsty for, um, you know, to the outcomes that they're looking to achieve? So first and foremost, it's speed and time to value. I'd say second is ease of access and use of information and data, right? Is it is it available on an hourly basis? Is it do the folks have to wait, you know, on a daily basis? Do they have to wait for information weekly, monthly? Is it available to them? Is it too late for them to have information? Right. So how do we are they making decisions based on what happened a month ago or something that that can make they can make decisions in real time, right? So understanding what the what the needs are of the business to make strategic decisions for whether it's tactful uh, or strategic is extremely important. So ease of, of 
ease and access of, of information is extremely important. Third, I would say is um, use of, of data, right? To drive predictive analytics, true predictive analytics, to drive automation, to drive better decision-making by exception, maybe not by, hey, everything is green, so everything is good and, right, and, and folks feel good, but more about, hey, where do we need to really focus on to really propel the business moving forward? How do we get insights into the future versus, you know, historically? Uh, another one, another measure is, you know, and I know had hit on this in, in his first uh, remarks, is standard technology stack. Do we have a standard, you know, set of tools or do we have too many tools, right? What is the pro proliferation of technologies that we have out there? And is that the right thing for the company, right? So how do we think about that and, and rationalize it? Um, and then also say, is how we manage data on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it's data quality, how we move information, how do we store information, how do we serve up information, how we organize it, structure it. All those components are extremely important. You can measure every one of those things based on where you are today and as you go along with your journey. And to the last point of your question around, you know, um, will it change? Absolutely. Market dynamics will change. Needs of the business will change. You know, the needs will change. So therefore, um, you always have to be looking ahead and thinking about, you know, are we measuring? Are we doing the right thing for the company? And how, do we, how are we measuring uh, the right things, um, you know, based on the outcomes that the business is looking to achieve? Well said. And so just like the data strategy is a work in progress, perpetual process, the measurement is as well. And we constantly need to reassess, pivot and move on. Anupam and Christoph, what a great panel. I really appreciate you joining us today.